So yeah, so we're sitting uh, in Newcastle, uh, almost a year to a year since we last met, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Almost to the day. So uh, probably the first thing to say is new bass man. That's right. Yeah, we have Fuller Condon from the Two Man Gentleman Band taking the place of uh, Mark Robertson, who right. is uh, pursuing his uh, small cottage industry of bass cabinet making. Uh huh back in Nashville uh -huh. and, uh, and playing more local shows and, and that kind of matches his uh, schedule more. Okay. And, uh, but all is well and we're still friends and it's not anything dramatic. Okay. It's just life and, you know, and he started a new business and so that's cool, we're rooting for him. Okay, was it something that you were, were expecting or not though, was it? Um, kind of in a, in a subconscious way because right. he was so busy, okay. you know, and uh, so, it, it was a surprise, but but really not if you think about it, you know. Yeah. Okay. And has the, has the feel of the band changed? A little, a little bit. I think uh, it was less uh, percussive and and maybe a little more. Um, I don't know what would be the word. A little more groovy. Maybe groovier, you know, which is good. Focusing on the low part of the bass. Right. More oh. the left hand than the right hand. Yeah, more the left hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. which is which is good and uh, and I enjoy that too. And, and I enjoy you, both, but you know. Sure. And did you know Fuller obviously you must know him beforehand. And the Dirt Daubers, my other band toured with Two Man Gentleman Band right. and uh, they were uh, hitting it pretty hard doing like 200 shows a year and right. uh, and then their uh, singer uh, Andy Bean, he ended up going to work for Disney and so they play very rarely. Right. And uh, so uh, Fuller was uh, he's down in South Carolina and and uh, you know he's fairly close. We still have to fly him in, but you know right. he's he's down south. The most of us. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. So, new album, something surreal. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, raised the funds via pledge music. Yeah. Huh. That's is that the first time you've done that? I think That's it was, a, wasn't it? First time. Yeah. yeah we uh, we had an ambitious budget. You uh -huh. know we you know we wanted to you know make a a good. Um, you know, a cinematic sort of record, you know, mm -hmm. and you need money to kind of uh, uh, afford the time in the studio. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we didn't have a label, so we, we ended up just making it, you know, for, our, for ourselves and then ended up getting on Alternative Tentacles after the product was ready. Sure. So right. we licensed that out. And uh, so they worked out all right, you know. Uh, did you find the whole Pledge Music thing a pleasurable? Yeah, I had I had done Kickstarter before for a comic book and, yeah. and had luck with it. We reached our goal. We we exceeded our goal with the Shack Shaker thing. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's a good way to do it. I don't think we'll do it again because we don't want to wear that out. Sure. But uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, we we'll probably the next record will be kind of more low to the ground and cheaper anyway. You know, just a more lo-fi thing for the next next go right. which is kind of where my heart is anyway. It just right. Works out perfect. You always seem one step ahead of yourself because I remember last year you said about you know mm -hmm. this this record the Southern Surreal thing you didn't have the title or anything but you said oh we're going to start looking again at the agroindustrial sound and take mm -hmm. that a bit further and mm -hmm. Dwayne will probably come back and do some stuff and, and, and there well, we are hold, there it was, yeah <laughs> so you, you yeah. kind of know what you're going to do before you yeah I think that's good be prepared before you get there and uh, I've I've written a lot of material I've already got I already know the songs will be on the next one right and, uh, because uh, if it's going to be more of a lo-fi traditional record, 
uh, I've got a lot of those more traditional tunes that I've that's never had a home, never had a home on any of the albums we put out. Okay. So they're all like orphans, you know, waiting for a home. Right. And this next record is where they'll go. And they never find it on like the dirt dober stuff, that that traditional side of stuff. Not or? that, not that old timey. Right. More like maybe the last record that we put out, but not even that. The dirt dobers did like a rock and roll rockabilly record. Yeah. That, you know, like yeah. they went electric. This will be probably. Um, Somewhere between the original Dirt Dog, more like what the old Shack Shakers, like from okay. 15 years ago, right. Cockadoodle Don't era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people seem to like that record. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that was done with uh, no budget and uh, just kind of pieced it together over time and did a lot of stuff live, you know, just, just uh, enjoy the process of uh, really learning the tunes before you get in there because uh, uh -huh. we write so much in the studio right but this time we'll, we'll have all that stuff worked out before we even get in there right yeah it's, that's the correct way of going about it <laughs> well it, you know sometimes it, yeah. the great records have been written in the studio mm -hmm. or, or great tracks have come out of nowhere mm -hmm. haven't they at the end when it's like oh mm -hmm. we need an extra track and right yeah well we all live in, in different states so it, it's hard to get together and, and, and get get tied on uh, unknown material okay and uh but you know, we'll we'll make sure that we we find the time to do that next time okay you ever thought of harnessing technology and you know recording you record in nashville mm. or whatever and you do it your bit in mm. new york or yeah, i've done session work that way people have hired me to do harmonica right or banjo or something yeah. that way you know and uh but i i think it's important especially for the theme of the next album for us uh -huh. to all be there in the flesh okay. yeah so uh, the new album, I mean, it is a, a, a very big sounding album. Uh, in particular, the, the reverb, there's a lot of reverb on it. It's I, a, I yeah, it's kind of a dark record yeah. and it has a spaciness to it. But that's that surrealism that we're trying to create in the mind, you know. Yeah. A dreamy quality, you know. A lot yeah. of the songs came, all the melodies or some of the words came through dreams. And right. uh, so, you know, I wanted to kind of create that in the mind also you know like so like you're dreaming it yeah okay and, and rod has obviously been with you for a while now did he help in the sound of the record and the, the songs that were in that in yeah the record this time? We, we went from Dwayne dennison from sure. the jesus lizard who plays very mathematically yeah. we call it logarithm and blues <laughs> and uh to to rod who plays completely viscerally yeah. not cerebrally and uh so it was you get a lot of good little kind of bluesy North Mississippi uh, riffs and things in there, and then yeah. uh, that Dwayne it wasn't it wasn't his strong suit. Dwayne was more like that agro-industrial sound we went for, sure. and both are good. I mean, Dwayne plays on the new record too. That's, yeah, but uh, it's it's a his style is more pointy and angular, and Rod's is sinewy and you know just yeah. and mysterious to me. It's more mysterious. There's more mystery in the things he chooses to play. And, and I mean, because he had his own EP out as well, hasn't he, over the mm -hmm. last year? Yeah. And you, you can hear a lot of what yeah. he does on there. it's cool. I mean, yeah. Scar? Yeah. Hadn't well, heard you that know. from you before. That was a nice touch, I thought, with the brass sections scar. and stuff. Oh. A bit of Scar in there. Yeah, yeah. It was unexpected. But, uh... <laughs> so, I mean, how does it... You know, oh, there's a Scar. Yeah, let's do I know, Scar. I know what I mean. he uh, likes Scar and stuff, so... Yeah, well, Bullfrog Blues was kind of is kind of a ska song in a way. The drumming is more of surf, I guess, but uh, yeah. but it's still like that that upbeat, offbeat, offbeat thing, you know, that's uh, gets people dancing. That's the main point is 
you know, I don't care what genre we have to do if it, it makes people dance. You know? People move. Yeah, that's the that's the purpose of a good band is is the audience and their their appreciation and uh, for the for the music and uh, being able to dance. And a lot of bands get away from that. I think and they play from a selfish fashion based uh, approach. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it's more about their glamour and not about the people moving. You know, that was the original purpose of this stuff anyway. You know, I know. I mean, I, I clogging just, or you know, <laughs> a polka or a swing dance. You know, like uh, anything, the skank, as we found out. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let them do it. And, and uh, the first song off the album that was heard, anyways, was quite a change. I thought in direction of almost a '60s pop duet kind of sound. Oh, you're talking about the one that got away. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's track somewhere else, isn't it? It's like. Six. Yeah, track six. six but it was seven. the first one that came out of the oh, like, yeah. music. Was oh, that's right. Yeah, the we're gonna play this. And it was like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's like <laughs> straight up alt country. Yeah, which I've never done anything like that. But it, it, it that was a song that came to me in a dream. Right. And so that came out of left field. You know, it came out of the subconscious, even the words. And uh, I got, I remember getting up at like three in the morning in a hotel room somewhere and like, yeah. going into the bathroom so I didn't wake up Jessica. You know, like singing the song in there, and uh, that's and, where you got your from. You see in the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why that's so out of the blue, but I like it. It's a cool tune, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it, yeah with when it was on its own, I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, and then you put it with the rest of the album, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's great. It's just a you know, variety, variety, excellent. So. And uh, Billy Bob mm-hmm. and his dog was dead, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our old manager uh, uh, has passed away, unfortunately. But uh, he um, he uh, used to manage Shooter Jennings, who right. is a fan of the Shack Shakers. And, and through you know six degrees of separation, and uh, we were able to uh, get a meeting in with uh, Billy Bob to talk about a concept, a different concept record involving. Uh, well, I'll leave, I'll let that be a mystery, but because um, it still might happen. Right, and I want it to be a surprise. Sure, but uh, we we went. I got. I flew out to L.A. and met Billy Bob in the studio he uses there, and um, we were listening to his records and smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and just hanging out. And here it is, Billy Bob Fortin, you know, and he's, yeah. and he's in there playing his records for us, and like he's just one of us, you know. It's really a really cool, down to earth, funny, funny right. person. He had us in stitches, just as a improv comedian right he's amazing right. and a really nice guy and we struck up a kind of a miniature friendship he'd call me every once in a while and just call me out of the blue i'd be uh-huh. at like the store and i'd see billy bob's calling me i'm sorry i gotta go i gotta go i'd be out i'd be out in the car talking to billy bob thornton <laughs> for hours about southern gothic uh you know uh books yeah. and authors and yeah. And just, you know, just cr- the craziest conversations that would go on and on. It was just so amazing. And so I, at one point I called him up and I said, hey, do you mind shooting us like over a little story like what you, we've been talking about? And, uh, and uh, he said, yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, we got this in the email. His, there's one of those, you know, where yeah, technology we, helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I put the story on him. I got curled my toes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. rough. Yeah. I was like, well, that's part of life, you know. And really, he's talking about having to put down a dog. Yeah. But the way he tells it, it's less about 
violence or gore and more about mercy. Sure, so I yeah, thought it yeah. was a cool story of, about mercy and uh, it has that sort of uh, Southern Gothic quality in the story and you know, the, vo- the character he's playing, he's portraying in the story, you know, like the, that point of view he's expressing yeah. is really good. And, uh, and um, Dwayne came in and did like a sling blade kind of sound and soundtrack mm-hmm. music bed for it. Mm-hmm. You put those two things together, it's damn near a tearjerker. Sure. So it yeah, came yeah. out real good, I yeah. thought. And then it morphs right into the next song uh, perfectly. So it was, a, it was, I think it was, a, as far as a, the, a special moment on the record, you know, if you can get through the story, it's worth it. You know, the way that it feeds into the next tune. Absolutely. Piece, like but a, the end of it's like, Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it leaves you like this uh, melancholy feeling, and then like this dark thing comes out of the, yeah. out of the darkness and, and creates this whole new chapter. So it's like a little movie playing in your head, you know. So like that's what I want is that cinematic quality. And it is very cinematic, isn't mm-hmm. it? That, that part. Like, a, like you're watching a little movie. Uh, yeah, I felt like I was back in Fargo or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. A really, really good uh, album. And as you say, uh, signed now to uh, Mr. Biafra's Alternative Tentacles. Right. Label. Yeah, yeah. So will that be, will your next record be coming out on that, or is it just... We'll see, we'll or? see, because this one's just licensed, we're not signed to them, right. but I have no problem uh, doing another record with them. Uh, I know we owe Bloodshot Records another album, right. um, according to them, uh, which is, that would be fine, okay. that would be fine. It seems like you have a mutual respect for each other, I think, you and Jeff Jello, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a thing, yeah. Um, Jello's been a fan since he saw us at South by Southwest, like... Yeah. <sighs> 13 years ago or right. something and he always gets up and sings with us when we play San Francisco and like last time we played well it was San Jose and he got up and sang House of the Rising Sun with us right. sometimes he'll sing um, Ghost Riders in the Sky it's always going to be some big epic operatic moment with him right. and he's got an amazing voice and uh, he's just a, go- a cool another one of those guys you know the bigger they come the nicer they are yeah. so so yeah good he's a good dude so you you might do it, you might not. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't have any problem with it. It's just that uh, it's so far down the road. Who knows what will happen, you know. Sure. But uh, yeah, it'd be great. And, and as ever, of course, you haven't just been doing music. You've written another book, Barn Dances and Jamborees Across Kentucky. Yeah. Well, that's that another nice. other side of me there that, uh, you know, playing in these beer joints every night, uh, you get kind of worn out. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like kind of getting off the beaten path and finding these little jamborees, little square dances out in the holler and some nook and cranny in Kentucky. And uh, uh, just just being around those old timers that play music for different reasons. Mm-hmm. They play it because they remember the depression. They remember playing music, again, to make people dance. And that, that's an important thing for me to always bear in mind. It's not about it ego. It's about, you know, I do... I goof off on stage. It's, sure. I, you know, I look like a mess by the time the, the thing's over <laughs> with. I want them to be messy and sweaty. Isn't it? That's it's, it. Yeah. It's like, it's just, if I can do it, you can do it. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's like a juke joint. We're going to recreate that barn dance thing. Mm-hmm. So what I had to, I wanted to get, get out, in the, out in the woods and, and find some of these places. Chronicle them. I thought maybe already a book had been written about that topic, mm-hmm. but no. Right. Couldn't find it. And you can't even really find a, a good list of those places on the internet. So I said, well, I'll take it upon myself and I'll compile this list and I'll, and I'll go there. And it took me a few trips, you know, but I packed along a little recorder like what you got, yeah. like a laptop and a harmonica. 
and you know and I went and I sat in with these jams you know and at first they didn't know what to think of me you know I was a stranger you know you'll be sure, careful yeah, in some yeah, of these yeah. places yeah. but uh, by the time I was done jamming with them they were like oh yeah what's this book oh uh -huh. we want to get a copy when it comes out you know and they're all just like sweet old people and some young people and um they're just uh you know just down-to-earth folks that are out there in the flyover country that you know you wouldn't even know these places existed if you didn't go there sure. so the book is a good kind of a travelogue it's a handy travelogue if you do come to kentucky you can take the book with you and start on one in the state and go all the way to the other one and, okay. and pick pick out your favorite places and is it something that you think you might do in other other states or other, yeah or other country i mean well yeah when you're going across britain do you find i would have to have some funding because it's a lengthy process yeah. to write a book yeah lengthy i mean but just when you think you got it done it's not done it's got to be it in fact even to this day i uh, there's stuff that needs to be corrected in it because oh I got a number wrong in a phone phone number uh, you know there's or this place is closed down now or this place burned down yeah, or this yeah. guy died <laughs> you know it's so luckily the publisher allows me to constantly update the book as right. it is reprinted so I've got another reprint coming up there'll be right. new new places in it some places scratched off uh -huh. and uh, some of the information corrected if there was a typo or something you know we man we went through that thing with a fine tooth comb i still find a little something wrong with it you know but that's that's a that's life you know and it's an ever evolving work sure. of uh non-fiction so it's it's constantly uh, it will always till my dying day be uh, updated every time right. we reorder so that's that's something i'm looking forward to constantly chronicling marvelous yeah and, and do you think you'll maybe do it online as well or stuff like that too if i it is so online like, already. It is, it right. is and uh, and uh, like oh, you were asking about other states and other uh, countries. Sure. Uh, it like I said, it, it would have to be there have to be some sort of like a foundation right. fund or something that would help me through that because it it's a lot. It is a lengthy process, okay. a lot of traveling and a lot. You know, so like Tennessee would be a great one. You know, a lot of these Appalachian states would be awesome to yeah. go to. I'm sure uh, Scotland and England, you know, the Calids and Ireland and yeah, yeah. the German polkas and these places in barns that, you know, be out in the middle. Canada has a lot of them, you know, come to find out. They have their contra dances and things like sure. that. So, yeah, I've learned so much writing the book about other cultures, not just Kentucky. And I put a little bit of that in there too, sure, yeah. the Irish music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And last time, of course, we were talking, you were uh, an ambassador. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Or? I just did one in Glasgow. And I was up there and uh, met uh, Glasgow. Uh, this is, we're talking about the United Nations, uh, UNESCO. Uh, it's like a sister city, uh, but it's more than that. It's yeah. a, the sister city network, but they're all, we're all sister city. If you're a UNESCO town, you're a sister city with all of, of them, them. Yeah, yeah, not just one or two. Yeah. So it's, um, it's been around a while, the United Nations put it together. And... The, the city of Paducah, Kentucky, I'm like their, one of their like ambassadors, you know, because yeah. uh, I travel so much. So yeah. I will bring gifts from our mayor to give to the people of the town that I'm visiting. And we just did a, uh, what was it? It's a music, sort of a music oriented swap with Glasgow, met right. with the, up there and, uh, and uh, gave them local, some local music. Of course, Shack Shaker stuff had to be in there, you know. <laughs> And uh, then I, then he gives me gifts to take home to right. Paducah and our mayor. So. so what did you get? Well, we got we got some lovely mugs. <laughs> <laughs> we got a really awesome like uh, coffee table book about the history of um, 
live music in Glasgow. Right. These amazing photographs, all the old theaters. Sure, like yeah. That. So they'll love that. Because it is a, it's, it's a rich music town. Absolutely. Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were in the, the Royal Music Hall there and get the grand tour. and got some great photographs and lovely photo ops. And, uh, sure. So uh, they'll be happy to see that when I get home. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and will you be handing that back to the man then, or will you keep holding well, it? Well, I'm going to keep a mug. <laughs> keep one for my... I think he, he put an extra one there for me. Oh, good stuff. And so, to finish off with, um, because of the whole situation over last weekend... Right. Do you feel like you're going to have to change things when you head over to Europe? Or? Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess we're just going to go do our thing and hope for the best, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I've been predicting this thing for a while and seeing the way things are going, you know, and uh, I never thought or I hoped I wouldn't have to come during the, the, when it came to a head. But, um, you know, the security's extra tight now. Um, I think um, I think we'll be all right, and, uh, you know, I hope so. But, you know, that's the, that's the nature of it. It's so random. You can't live your life in fear, yeah. you know. But we are going into the belly of the beast, unfortunately, you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. what are you going to do, you know? Just, you got to make a This is our living. My dad uh, had to go down to Juarez, Mexico, uh, or one of those places on the border where they, uh, they find an American, they'll behead them or they'll keep them... Uh, held hostage it's like it's that it's like that breaking bad kind of right. like situation yeah, yeah, there yeah. and uh, they had to take him in in an armored tank to just to go to work down there because he travels for a living too right. we were we were so scared for him you know but hey i learned from my dad that you got to do what you got to do sometimes you know get on, you got to get on and do your job mm -hmm. okay well jd it's been a pleasure yeah. always to talk to you yes sir uh, i hope to live long enough to see you again i'm sure you will <laughs> Yeah. Do you think we'll be back in another year or two years this time? Oh, uh, probably not back next year. Next I already year. talked about coming back in June, I think. You know, Great. So not Great. too long from now. Excellent. Yeah. As ever, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh.